painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking. KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents Artbeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Whip out your lenses because this week on Artbeat we get a backseat look at Google Earth through a looking glass with the kooky professor from Phelps, Professor Patrick Lichty. Professor Lichty spent some time in the United Arab Kingdoms when he met his wife, Nagin et Sabian. Together they've created pieces of art that can be seen over at the Watkins Gallery. I'm Dylan Alzate and sit back and grab some snacks. And please don't chew so loud as we chat with Pat about his side of Googled Earth today on Artbeat. All right, well, we're joined back in here with, with uh, Patrick Lichty, professor here at Winona State University. How's hey it going? Absolutely. Well, it's doing okay, all things considered, I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. good. There's, as as people say, oh, there was, there's got to be a subtext here, but no, no, that's all right. We're fine. Yeah, yeah. But your day was good? My day was good. My day was good. Good, good. So we're here for to discuss your new new released uh, art exhibits. Yes. Uh, Googled Earth, was it? Googled Earth, yeah, through a, uh, through a looking glass, which is at Watkins Gallery here at lovely Winona State University. Awesome, awesome. And this is a collaboration, I heard. Yes, it is. It's between myself and my and my dear wife, uh, uh, Nagin Etisabian, who is currently actually, at the moment, still uh, waiting to come here from Tehran, Iran. Awesome. And she and she's all good, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. She's things are all right over there. You know, it's just the uh, uh, well, yeah, as they are. But but what happens is, is that you know they'll be they'll be better when she's here, and we'll be. Keeping positive. Exactly. We'll, we'll keep a positive attitude, hoping that things go well. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, you know, uh, what, what is it? Uh, um, you know, like a sodium ion. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very good. I was, about, I was about to say we can look through a positive looking glass. Exactly. That's fantastic. All right. So uh, what, what would you like to know? Oh, well, I want to know what this show features. I have seen it and I'm quite interested, but just to get you to... In other words, so what you want is that you kind of want like you you want you want the pitch, okay? Yeah, so just give us let me pitch. give you the pitch. So here's the thing: is that um, actually a very interesting thing is that she and I have known each other for about okay. Nagina Savion is my wife, and so um, we have known each other for about twelve years. And there's a noted uh, other Iranian artist who's now in the United States by the name of Morshan Aliari, who. Um, just did a run at the Whitney uh, in New York. And, um, but the thing is, is there was a project where she had three Iranian artists and three American artists speaking through a Turkish artist because the thing is, is that because of the way things work, um, at the time you had to send things through Turkey to get things from the United States to Iran and back and forth. So, you know, you ever hear like the, what was it, the telephone game, which is why in the show I have a, uh, I have a, I have a, um, a, an Iranian uh, stew can and a Campbell's soup can on the other side. So in other words, the idea that there's a, um, it's, you know, you know, things kind of get mixed up from side to side. So what happens is that, you know, we, um, uh, they'd make up some uh, some instructions, and it'd go through the the person in Turkey, and then we'd make some artworks, and get confused and go through the other side. Well, uh, um, I never met her in person, but then uh, 
let's see here. I spent six years in the United Arab Emirates, and I never really expected this to go this direction. But what happened was that um, I was going on a trip through Georgia, Azerbaijan, um, and through Central Asia, and I looked on. Uh, um, uh, I looked up and uh, I looked her up on Instagram. We started talking. We met in, in Azerbaijan, which is right on the Caspian Sea, right next to Iran. And uh, we um, asked her to marry on on the second day. So we've been married for five years, but we lived for two years in um, in Abu Dhabi and uh, Iran in the United Arab Emirates, where I used to work last time. The interesting thing is, is that she's never been to the United States yet. And I've never been to Iran. The only way we could visit anything was by having our virtuality headset on and visiting through virtual reality through Google Earth VR. So we traveled around all over the place. And we uh, had a lot of fun visiting New York and Chicago and, and Tehran and, and actually Baku and uh, Azerbaijan and all that sort of thing. And we decided to do a whole bunch of artwork about it. I've done drawings and paintings and actually the two... Uh, we should probably talk about these these two stretched pieces by hers. By the way, those are reproductions. Those are prints from large-scale photographs. And the thing is, is, the real pieces are still there. And uh, we've done tapestries and um, videos and such about our experiences. Um, you know, basically kind of reflecting on each other's countries. But from, you know, from... Um, not being in the other person's country. And so in a way, what we're doing is that we're looking at each other's home country, you know, through a kind of through a screen. And so this is what we're coming up. We're making artwork about it. And this is uh, pieces of it have shown at the Southampton Art Center in New York and at uh, University of Wyoming. And this is the first time that this has shown it's about 90% of it. And um, and this is as much as we could fit in. And uh, this is the first time it has pretty much shown it in its entirety here at lovely Winona State University at Watkins Gallery. Awesome. So, so I went in there and I saw a few pieces that were the, the tapestries that looked like rugs. Yes. Or, or that, that was, those were prints that you and... They're not prints. Okay. So the first... The, here's a little bit of digital history. Gotcha. So um, the, first, the first digital form of fabrication is the Jacquard loom. And basically, the thing is, it's a form of loom that, you, that in the beginning used digital punch cards, you know, like holes in it that would take the, the, the little picks up, up and down that would create the patterns and that sort of thing. And you'd have these things strung together and you'd, you know, you'd, uh, uh, you'd hit a pedal and move to the next set. You, you know, you'd do that. And there's digital ones now. So the thing is, is that this isn't a print. This is actually taking about 24 different colors of actual um, Egyptian cotton, and what you're doing is that you are literally weaving a pattern using almost like a, um, you know, uh, using, using digital technology. You know, so by the way, that was invented in 1803. So in other words, that's the first digital fabrication method. So what's interesting is that we're using, those were generated using AI, which is the latest uh, 
uh, latest digital method using the earlier digital method. And those things that look like Persian carpets have to do with Nagin sending me about a thousand images from Iran of, uh, of, of carpets and me feeding them into an artificial intelligence system, me getting the most interesting ones because you can't ship, you can't ship anything out of Iran. And so me having them refabricated here. Okay. Right? So, so she thing, sends you a picture of a carpet. You have it. Well, the thing is, about a thousand of them. And I put them in an artificial intelligence system. And I basically let them mix mix up carpets from Isfahan, from Yaz, from Tehran, from wherever. Or by the by the Baluches or, you know, by the Kurds I mean, and things like that. And I said, oh, that's interesting. And I take that image and then I send it off to the uh, loom and get it, get it built. Ooh. That's so, really interesting. That be, so what happens is the fact that we're not breaking any laws. But the one nope. thing is, is that, you know, you can't have a Persian carpet. But the thing is, is that you can have one, you, you can have a tapestry of a Persian carpet, carpet woven from images from Iran in the United States. That's a loophole right there. You think? I don't know. Maybe. I think so. <laughs> I mean that. I mean, you probably just gave him a, just gave a government a reason to. No, no. I, I mean, there's nothing. There's there's nothing about it. I mean, the one thing. The one thing is, is that there are, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, it's difficult actually to communicate um, with Iran because of a lot of blocks put up uh, by the government on both sides, um, and so that's the thing. So what we're trying to do is that we're trying to basically kind of um you know, explore you know the notion of digital freedom in that case okay yep that's it that, i really like that let me see so what would be well so what would be the purpose of presenting uh these looms or a bunch of other um very interesting pieces well i mean so let's let's put it this way you know, what in the end it would be a purpose like uh, something like uh, Google Earth is that, I mean, on one hand, it's a love story. And, yeah, I mean, uh, people love that sort of thing. And uh, and actually, you know, we have a very, you know, that's most definitely the two of us. But the thing that's the the thing that's interesting is that our story is so unique you know, is in other words, we met through the internet uh, as collaborators. You know, we, you know, uh, and then when I was working in the middle in Middle East, we decided to meet. We got married, and just through you know no fault of our own, um, you know, we've been separated for the last uh, couple years, and um, you know, but even when we we're in the in the United Arab Emirates, you know, we were we realized that we couldn't go to the other person's country. So we decided to make all these artworks. And so um, I think what happens is that what's interesting about this is that um, how does one person see another person's country when you've only seen it either through VR or through movies or things like that because she grew up on Hollywood stuff and I see stuff through, um, you know, reels on Instagram and all that sort of thing. And um, so the thing is, I've got this image. 
she's got this image we're making artwork about it and so yeah it's it's i think it's really interesting that you're making an art exhibition about a family that has only seen each other's country through a looking glass through a looking glass that's right right bingo Woo. you got it we're on a roll yep so um or at least a hamburger bun Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, so we got so we kind of went over uh, some of the looms and the Persian carpet tapestries. Yes. So, tell us a little bit about the other pieces. I noticed that there is a ve- uh, a special one up in the front where you just enter the mm, room. Okay. So this is a piece. Um, this has to do with all the things that we've done. You know, since we've been together, uh, I curated a museum show in Limassol, Cyprus called um, Through the Mesh, which is, you know, which was all about um, how, about the, uh, yeah, about the the dynamics of power between like power of conventional power, you know, like politics versus, um, you know, information politics, like, you know, like how Facebook would almost like to be its own country, you know? Yeah. But the interesting thing about this is that, um, we were there's a there's a form of art card mail, called mail art and um, what we wanted to do is that we wanted to take um, a, a self portrait of her and basically pull it apart and use it uh, create it as mail art and then send it from Tehran to Limassol which is in in Greek Cyprus but we found out it was going to be eight hundred dollars so what happened is is that she took the cards she built this piece together and this is really kind of about how when someone from a third world country you know who has a um a passport that isn't like the united states who has a lot of problems getting places you know um what happens when you when you're going across the border in other words you're either leaving something behind or there's something that kind of gets taken away from you or you wind up as she says in pieces and you know you're you've been deconstructed and reconstructed and deconstructed and reconstructed and this is how you are when you're someone from the third world who who had who travels the world in other words is that you're somebody who's been um kind of um you know um torn apart and rebuilt you know constantly wow oh it's an intense piece and then the in the other thing is that the two carpets uh, on the side are um we wanted to actually have those done as real Persian carpets in in and this is how we first started getting um, uh, working with um, um, contemporary Persian designs in uh, in jacquard looms is the fact that um, you know there were issues with her you know getting them done traditionally so these are the first ones that I had I I fabricated here in the United States and this is one called. Mare, which is um, one of the words for love, and which comes up a lot actually in the in in the show, and one is um, you know a uh, uh, a contemporary reinterpretation of 19th century Persian carpets, but one is a man and a woman, and we call that family, and then two young women called uh, called sisters. And so, and that stands for a lot of things, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, the younger parts of a family or, you know, uh, solidarity among women and, and, and that sort of thing in, in Iran and all that. So that's really what you get when you come into, into the front of the, in, into the, uh, 
into the um, um, front of the um, exhibition. Ooh. And that's really interesting when hearing when hearing it being explained. I mean, as well as there is some detail, some descriptions to it on the side of on the of the pieces, but hearing it in more greater detail is very it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. So, is there any other? Tell us some more about some of the art involving. What else is going on? Okay, um, let's see here. I think that um, I think that there are. I'll kind of say that there are maybe about like five areas to keep in mind. Is that um, so? In the front, there's a large television screen, and it uh, has actually some of the actual footage that we did when we first started playing around in Google Earth VR. Ooh. You know, so this is really the core moments that started this whole thing. Actually, it's, a, it's us flying around in, in, uh, in, uh, in Manhattan, actually. And there's just little things, you know, these maps with little pictures of us from, like, uh, from uh, WhatsApp and whatnot flying around. But, you know, this is the core. This is the core of the whole thing. This is us seeing our uh, other countries, you know, through, um, you know, through a headset. And then you go to the side and um, you, know, you can see that there are some drawings that I did from Google Earth. Um, there are some um, pictures of her in her wedding dress. She called the, this this white dress. Uh, it's, a, it's an ongoing performance piece where, you know, she puts herself in various situations. Uh, one is um, really amazing is there's one picture where you see her just off in the middle of the desert. And she is literally... Um, almost where they filmed Dune, almost the movie, really? almost exactly where they filmed Dune. Ooh. So in the middle of the Abu Dhabi desert, you know, so that's really kind of interesting. Um, and then, you know, a couple pictures, uh, one of Lai John, which is up in North, Northeastern, um, uh, uh, Iran and then the other side, Chicago. So, and that's, you know, that's kind of cool. That's going on in the front. And then um, there are two stretched pieces that she did. And these are right now reproductions of pieces that they don't exist like this anymore. Um, for almost four years now, she's been working on these six by six pieces. These are, these are, and these are Nagin Atasabian's pieces. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're called, um, um, let's see here, Googled Earth uh, Iran, not and Google Earth, um, you know, uh, USA not. In other words, basically they are, but they're not. So what happens is, is that, you know, as a person who grew up, you know, surrounded by American culture and who lived in, you know, who's been in Iran most of her life. Yeah. There's all the symbology, you know. So on the United States side, we can see there are things like Mickey Mouse, McDonald's fries, the Statue right, of Liberty. Like they're all symbols of Western culture. Right, right. But also on the other side, there are things that if you're Iranian, you know, you would be you'd you'd you would recognize. You know, you'd say like there's the famous Azadi Tower that you you see, you know, that's off up in the upper left hand corner. And then there's also that was created by in the Shah's time. And then there was the uh, um, famous Milad Tower, which is on the northwest side of town um, in in Tehran, and it was built by the um, by the Republic. And the thing is, is that it is, shall we say, in an interesting position in regard 
entrance to the uh, um, to Azadi Tower. Um, we won't. Uh, well, I'll, I'll let you go and see what's going on there. But the thing is, is that then there are other other places. A lot of it um, very very sad because there's a lot of tragic things that happened. You know, under the Republic, there are like the um, uh, like the gate like the um, doorways of the. Um, uh, university where so many uh, students were shot during the um, uh, 2009 uh, Green Revolution. Um, basically, some tragic figures from uh, Iranian culture, and that. And this is this is really interesting if you think about it, because what happens is, is that you know if you know if you're Iranian, this is much more accessible than this other one. But you know we see these things as American, but this is. America as seen by an Iranian. Right. Um, and then I think the most in, in my, other most interesting piece is that on the other side of the wall from In Pieces, there's another one called uh, Mare City, which is basically, once again, Mare being love. Is the, and so you see it's, a, it's, this, it's these street maps, but it's basically a composite of all of the cities we've been in. So in other words, on the left-hand side, you see Chicago, where we kind of sort of met virtually. Um, we in uh, the capital of Azerbaijan, Baku, where um, we got engaged. Uh, Fethiye on the south uh, shore of Turkey, where we got married. Uh, Abu Dhabi, where we our home was uh, before. Um, yeah, basically our only home together was and. Uh, uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil, where we've been together. And so this is just this composite, and we kind of call it, you know, kind of call it Love City, that in in other words, all these places where we've been together in a huge tapestry. Interesting. So here's my off-the-hook question. Okay. How many pennies do you think could fit into this room? Wow, that's very interesting. Well, okay, so... I'm gonna I'm gonna put this into another thing. Is that um, um, uh, a relative who unfortunately is no longer with us mm. said once when we were once going by um, a uh, uh, a cemetery once they said I said hey Patrick I wonder how many how many people are dead in that and I said all of them <laughs> you know so and I just said it's like I'm because how many pennies do you think go in here I said I think you know I think all of them. You know, but the thing is then to find what all is, you know. Yeah, so, what, what does know. all mean? You know, all, all all the pennies that can fit in this in, in, in this room. But the thing is, is well, that, that doesn't well, that still doesn't cause now. It, now you know what? This brings us to the Monty Python moment. Okay. Yeah, okay. So a European or an African swallow. So think about it this way. Now, have you seen a penny these days? You know, so what happens is that they're largely no longer so much copper. You know, and the thing is, they're much smaller. So what happens is that so a so say for example, you know what I would ask you then is said what what do you uh, you know are you talking about pre nineteen ninety penny or are you talking about a post nineteen ninety penny? So the thing is is that you know a there would be far more like I don't know when the when the pennies changed. I'd say maybe twenty ten. You know, 2010 pennies. I'd say you probably have at least 25 percent more 2010 plus pennies than you would have 2010 minus pennies. But we haven't got the numbers. 
But I think what we have is that we've gotten to concept. Okay. I, but beyond that, uh, you got me. I got you beat. Yeah, you got you got me beat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might get through your number, but you know, let's put it this way: I'm blowing smoke. <laughs> I can I can I can see the gears. I can hear the gears turning in your head. No, no. Actually, the thing is, you're, you're what you're doing is you're hearing teeth snap off. You know, <laughs> that's it. Okay. Well, okay then. So, back on subject. Yep. What do you hope that audience members would get out of this exp- exhibition? What's the takeaway? I think the takeaway from this is that um, I think the takeaway that I want people to have from um, you know uh, from Google Earth VR is that the world is huge. Um, we see it from vastly different uh, viewpoints. Um, I think many ways, um, you know, the American point of view is that, oh, we're all, you know, we're, we're all equal. We're all, you know, we're all the same. Um, that's a matter of point of view. Um, the thing is, is that, um, you know, we have vastly different cultures. We have vastly different, uh, um, notions of privilege in the world. Uh, we have, um, you know, just, uh, Oh, we have different food, you know. Um, so I, I think this is because we're uh, about about six o'clock. And I'm starting to get hungry. But what happens is the fact that um, what I'd like people to do to take away from this is something that I've really thought about having lived all over the world is the fact that we truly do not understand one another at a core level unless we have really sat down and spent time with one another, gotten to listen to them deeply or even lived with them. And then sometimes it's a long time before we uh, uh, we, we, we get to that point. So what I'd like to kind of see is that I hope that people coming to the exhibition you know, see something familiar and then maybe see something really unfamiliar, but still have a sense of wonder about it. Interesting. And maybe a sense of, you know, I think there's still, I think there's beauty in the unfamiliar. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There. You know, when, you know, when there's something that you can't quite describe, you don't know, you don't know what something is. You can't pin, you can't tag it for, oh, this is this and there, and that's. Some, but there it is. Some there it is, and it's sometimes amusing and yeah. it's beautiful. That's it. And the thing is, is that then, what I would hope, is that then, you know, say it's like, wow, that I don't know, you know, but I'm not. I don't know what it is, but but there it is, and you know what? Maybe I want to know more, but I think that's maybe the professor in me. <laughs> well, I was taking a look at the. I was I was at Watkins and I saw the America but not the the America not yeah and I could easily I don't even look at the title and I immediately saw that is America Cause yeah right because I, I noticed because I noticed the the symbolic meaning the, the symbolic pieces that that demonstrate Western culture well sure but you know what what happens is that but that's but that's America through the eyes of someone. You know, yeah, and you know, Iran has a very you know special connotation for you know for America, of course, and things like so. This is how she sees us, 
you know, you've got McDonald's, you got Barbies, you got all these things, you know. Yeah. But the thing is, it's very interesting that one thing that's super interesting is that is that um, Iranians have been sort of bathed, you know, in American culture far more than we have bathed in Iranian culture, because we are the world's, you know, one of the centers of 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 media uh, production. And so what happens is, is that in many ways we're all just you know it's it's like we have these images of our culture going everywhere. But the one thing is is that you know um, you know what actually the one thing is is that you can we can kind of say you know what do we know about Iranian culture? Well, guess what? Thousand One Nights. Yeah. And they say it's Arabian Nights, but actually they were assembled by the. Arabs, but they were originally Persian stories. Shahrazad was a was a was a Persian queen, and that shows how much you, that you have embedded yourself in um, in Iranian culture. Well, you know, I mean, and the thing is, is that um, you know, and of course, um, I think the one thing that's important to talk about is um, the idea between the idea of culture of a country versus a culture of you know a of a people, and uh, I think it's very important to really kind of talk about um, you know about Persian culture, right? And so this is you know this is something that um, you know I've most definitely been very close to for um, you know a long time. And um, it's uh, it's it's really um, been a fantastic education. I'm glad. Um, have you and your wife did, done something like this in the past? So this this particular um, okay, have Nagin and I done something like this in the past? Actually, there are two things. Is that on one hand there was a, a you know our friend who we met through um her name is uh, an art, artist named morshan aliari she did a piece called my day your night which was the fact that um so say for example it's what six o'clock in the evening that what we're we're taping this right now and right now it's eight and a half hours ahead so it's the middle of the night so what happens is it's it's what does it mean to be having a conversation where you can only have uh, a conversation with someone for maybe six hours a day um so you know we did these pieces you know with our three artists and the uh, and this was in 2012 and we had a show in 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 texas with them and then but uh um this particular show pieces of this as we've been building this and we're hoping to keep expanding this uh exhibition um you know it first showed at the uh, uh through um a friend of ours who's the head of the um, Design Center at University of Wyoming, Brandon Gellis. It was at University of Wyoming, and then uh, it was uh, part of a group show called uh, Tech Expressionism, uh, Digital and Beyond, uh, in April of 2022 at the Southampton Arts Center in near New York City. So we've had a few of these pieces out and around, but this is the first time that we've had this entire day together. But she and I collaborate all the time. And so we have, you know, um, pieces that we've done together. 
But I think the important thing is that there's, um, you know, there are about three or four times in which we've had these collections of the work that we put together. And I think these things are um, important because they show kind of a, they show a combined, um, you know, a, a shared life that is lived um, through very unusual circumstances. And that, I think, is a really deep message, um, you know, because the fact that um, we're in the middle of the immigration, um, you know, um, sort of thing. And it's been taking a while. And, um, you know, it's it's kind of that sort of story. And, um, you know, it's, um, I think what's really important about this is that it gives a personal story about international um love and families and uh you know um what we experience and what we live and what we endure so do you plan on doing more of these kinds of shows in the future specifically hopefully when your wife come um immigrates to america oh absolutely absolutely um as i said this is an this is an ongoing exhibition that keeps expanding as we um you know, grow as a family, and um, you know we have keep having these conversations. But then, on the other hand, what's going to happen is that I'm almost calling this, you know, this Google Earth, you know, kind of like beta version point oh three, you know. So what happens is that when it goes to beta, when it goes to version version one point oh, is when she's here. Right. Is that then what happens is that what happens to the sensibility of the work that we do together as in you know versus the um what happens when we start doing work when she actually can see the united states in person and we tra start traveling and having uh, you know fun times and then what if things get better overseas and what happens if i go to iran and so these would be, you know, this changes the uh, this changes the story entirely. So these are the things that we look forward to, right? And we'll also be looking forward to the moment when, through the looking glass, goes from goes from beta point one to beta one or mm -hmm. demo goes from through looking glass, but you know, but uh, to a uh, to a bright mirror <laughs> through a little through a little microscope. That's right. Wearing someone else's glasses, someone else's. Okay. Well, anyway, um, you know that's <laughs> that opens the door. Anyway, okay. it's a door. And yep. Yep. All right. Um. So, if someone was interested in more into viewing more of your wife's art, where could they? Is there any place where they could find it? Yeah. Um. Actually, you can find a lot of Nagin Atasabian's work at neginet.com. I-N-E-T-E dot -E com. My websites are, shall we say, very akimbo at the moment. Um, it's, uh, I'm at uh, patlichty or patricklichty dot com, but you can usually find me at Instagram at, um, uh, at patlichty underscore art in, uh, at Instagram. And uh, I do have a, a, a patlichty um X Twitter and Blue Sky and Mastodon and all these things, but uh, primarily you find me on 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 Instagram, where I'm watching Pablo the Race Cat. <laughs> 
And making your own Pablo the race, the race car. Totally, exactly. Yes. Ooh, all right. Awesome. Is there any other kind of last, um, final sentiments that you'd like to mention before we... Well, I hope that... Um, one thing that I hope that people do is you know, please come see this because this will be up through the end of October. This is a really long run. I want to thank uh, Roger Boulay and the um, um, Art uh, Gallery Committee for having us. And, um, you know, and on the other hand, said, I hope that people come to it with a, with, without preconceptions because of the fact that uh, I think you'll be surprised. And um, I hope that... Uh, You'll experience uh, maybe a little bit of the sl- uh, sliver of the love that we do and uh, the curiosity about the world that we have uh, as we've um, spent, uh, you know, in our way about uh, a decade together in uh, in the international sphere. Awesome. Well... Patrick, I'd like to thank you for joining us tonight. Thank and you hope, so much. I appreciate it. Yep. And we'll be looking forward to more, and we'll be looking more for your art and your wife's art. So, Okay, that's fantastic. And the one thing is, is that I just really have one last thing to say, and that's molybdenum. Molybdenum. <laughs> Oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> a huge thanks to Professor Lichty for joining us on today's episode of Artbeat. Tune in next week where we call in with his wife from Iran, Nagin et Sabian, to get her side of this collaborative project. And be sure to check out Google Earth at the Watkins Gallery, open until October 4th, with the opening reception Thursdays at September 7th, between 5 to 7 p.m. To check out more from Professor Lichty, follow him on Instagram at patlichty underscore art or visit his website at patlichty.com. To check out the work from Naginet Sabian, visit naginet.com. That's N-A-G-I-N-E-T-E dot com. Lastly, to check out more art and more beautiful events around town, tune in to Artbeat Tuesdays at 1230 here on 89.5 KQAL, online at kqal.org, on the app, on your favorite smart speaker, or wherever you get your general pod stuffs. I'm Dylan Alzate. Signing off. Artbeat is written and produced by KQAL FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org.